Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. the Nutramedical Report, we always have an amazing array of spiritual, health-wise, and uh, geopolitical food for you for thought. And we don't try to change your mind. We just want to change your worldview so you'll ask better questions. You have an amazing array of issues to discuss today on Valentine's Day, in particular the uh, dialectic of the most only sacred thing that God considers sacred is a family, not the church or any other institution. And there's major attacks on the family and the idea that there's a complementary difference between males and females that's very, very positive for creating a spiritual and physical unit that God considers the unit of every nation and the unit that he considers his uh, building block for civilization and for eventually the hidden gospel, which is the marriage of a remnant of humanity uh, is as a queen of heaven of the everlasting, which is our negentropic world or entropic world of time with the eternal which is the new jerusalem god coming down and that's coming we're going to go through some hard times though because the dark side are literally flipping out and acting so satanically enraged at the fact that uh things are going to happen uh look at everything that's going on about trump if you just change trump's name to, let's say let's say you took one of the women from the view and they did everything trump did i don't think they'd be slipping out if he if they actually just took one of those women and put him in trump's spot and he used the same tweets and the same actions i think they'd be silent or if they put a person in there as a democrat that they like maybe they put obama back in there and obama did everything in fact i watched a little blurb that actually had a, a, a kind of a talk show host going around the universities, and everything he quoted was from the Obama administration. And they were enraged that Trump would dare to do these things, and every single one of them, word for word, was an Obama action. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, we need to, we need to have a sense of humor because I ran into cry and tell. This is pretty no, crazy. Well, well, certainly, certainly now God has a sense of humor because this year of all, Valentine's Day falls on Ash Wednesday. Right. And Easter falls on April Fool's Day. 
so so that, they, well, well, that, that has that, to nineteen fifty six. Yeah, I know. I, I heard a little blurb about that. I didn't know that uh, April Fool's Day, though, was Ash, which was uh, was uh, Ishtar Day, I call it, which basically is the ancient Canaanite goddess with all the breasts on her. Uh, it was Fertility Day. These are Canaanite Druidic ceremonies that are pretty damn Luciferic satanic. And they're supposed to be uh, toted out as being Christian. Uh, I remember one of the most stark things I saw was the uh, was the robes and so on of the last pope that was buried publicly about maybe, I think, six or seven years ago. And he looked, in every one of the aspects of his garb, like Santa was dying, and he was being put in the grave. The Pope is Santa Claus. It's, it's too hard to believe, but it is. Yes, and the pontifex, the bridge between Earth and wherever the other end yeah. of that bridge may right. be. Above or below. Yeah. But, but it's yeah. interesting you mention that. Oh, Easter is named for Oestre, the Norse goddess of the dawn. Whoa. And Oestre practiced various kinds of witchcraft in legend. One thing Oestre had was a magical bird that laid beautiful eggs, but the uh, she magically turned the bird into a bunny, and yet the bunny rabbit still laid eggs. That sounds familiar from the Easter Bunny garbage. No, nowhere in the Bible does Jesus <laughs> mention eggs. No. However, however, eggs were very big in ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia. In ancient Mesopotamia, between the which is a Greek word, by the way, it isn't their word for their area. Uh, the land between the rivers, Tigris and Euphrates, the peoples there at this time of year held their great spring festival. They also held the Kitu festival. We can get into that a little later. But uh, at their spring festival, they would celebrate it by making baskets out of reeds. Women would would put on bonnets. They would go down near the riverbank to gather the reeds. Uh, their belief was the world was created by God by the gods sending the world in the form of a giant egg into the Euphrates. I forget if it was the Euphrates or the Tigris River but one of the two. And so they, like the Egyptians, colored eggs and used them in their ceremonies. A lot of this centered on the god Tammuz in their religion. And you can find in the Old Testament one passage where one of the prophets was horrified. He went to the Jewish temple uh, one ceremonial morning, and it was the ritual spring day that Tammuz died. Oh, my. Born in the form. And and he and he said there were the women weeping for Tammuz on the Jewish temple grounds. Wow! Needless to say, this was uh, somewhat disillusioning to him. Oh, by the way, just parenthetically, before I get into uh, some of the implications of the family, have you been watching the Olympics? Uh, only a little bit. Which is also a pagan thing, by the way, much like Easter and Christmas. They've been heavily pagan. The, the thing that I saw, as I haven't seen much of the Olympics, I saw a few, uh, one of those jumps where they have the, uh, the, the you know, snowboard jumps. But what I saw as a little clip on Fox was these cheerleaders from North Korea. And they looked like automatons. Like, I'm sure, are, are they from Disneyland? Were they animatronic? They were not acting like humans. They're acting like clone cyborgs. And you probably also saw the wife, or pardon me, the sister, as she's called, yeah. uh, of Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un mentioned that because Kim Jong-un married one of those cheerleaders. Yeah. 
from their little robotic squad of, of utterly conformist beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's, that's an ideal of aesthetics and beauty for them that they think is going to win over the world. Anyway, what I find interesting about the Olympics is suppose you tuned in and they said, well, we're going to have the white man's 100-yard dash followed by the black man's 100-yard dash. You would hear that and you would say, well, that's racist and discriminatory and segregationist. Right. Right. Why don't we think the same thing when we are told, for example, (laughs) that it's a time... In, uh, in various cross-country skiing events for the 15-kilometer men's contest or for the 10-kilometer women's contest, they have segregated by gender uh, athletic events in the uh, Olympics. More, more than half their events are segregated that way. I, I think that's rather discriminatory, especially when the women are required to do far less than the men do in those events, and yet we think nothing of it. We're just supposed to accept it and win uh-huh. it. But at a time when in our universities they have anywhere from 37 to 50 or more distinct gen- new gender definitions, you know the old, I'm not yeah. really a man, I'm really a lesbian trapped in a man's body. In fact, a, a judge just handed down a ruling that a prison in Missouri has to supply... Uh, transgender hormones to one of their prisoners who believes he's a transgender person. Anyway, the idea being, shouldn't we really have 37 gold medals for that event and then parcel out the events by all those little gradations of gender? Well, actually, the United Nations has something like over 40 designations, don't they? What? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think the United Nations, you're right, and that has a number over 40 uh, gen- subgender designations. The latest one is called digisexuals, where they don't want to have sex with another human. They want it with a cyborg robot. Well, it's about a, a quarter of millennials, according to some polling done in England, is what the millennials want, which tells us a lot about just how uh, unsexed they have become, especially the males. Wow. But then sperm count over the last 40 years in the West and, and the U.S. has fallen by by 60%. We call it sperm again. Yeah, and we literally no longer are able to replace our population, and that continues to fall by almost 2% a year. So you can see our demographic doom already out there, just as you can in Europe, where the uh, the native population is declining, starting to open, but not more generally. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I just got one point. And you need two point one. Your voice is uh, fluctuating on your Skype there for some reason. I have a feeling the powers that be don't want uh, people to hear this. We'll be right back with Lowell. interesting articles, Lowell, uh, to talk about this stuff, and I'd like you to kind of bring out some of these facts, because you know, one of the things you mentioned on the break, which is really interesting, is nothing is really hidden. You can actually go on the internet now, or I call it the sewer net, 
And everything is talked about very openly. But now this is a part of what we call the Luciferic process where you have to tell people the facts, even like on the Georgia Guidestones or the World Watch Institute or the Council on Foreign Relations Foreign Affairs articles or major uh, publications for the United Nations. It's all right in front of you, even things like Men in Black or the alternate space program or all the other things. If you're in high-level masonry, you know that most of public religion is a fraud, and it's designed to literally label people as profane, therefore they're deserving of judgment. As they say, when they receive the knowledge, but all they do is bray back like, then they justify the globalists and the satanic Luciferians to do bad things to us. And most people don't recognize that most of what is evil on the earth looks beautiful. The greatest amount of evil, I'd say 98% of evil on earth, looks wonderful, looks positive, looks enriching, looks empowering, but in fact it's the exact opposite. Do what thou wilt is not the whole of the law. And unfortunately, most religions think there's these priestcraft or ceremony, whatever, to be close to God. And of course, remember now, this is the same basis as to why we have a bizarre idea of what love is. Love has to transcend just physical attraction. It has to be, almost in a spiritual sense, a connection where we complement the other individual, not only just on a personality basis, but on a characterological and spiritual basis, because in a sense, in eternity, as a couple, you are a, considered a spiritual unit. You're not considered... In the, although you're individuals, you're also considered almost like a spiritual unit to God. So a husband and wife uh, in eternity are, in a sense, a to, to some extent, as far as God's concerned, a single being. And people so you, don't want to so, hear they don't, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that the only sacred thing on earth, the only sacred institution on earth, is marriage and the family. Yeah, makes sense to me. What what concerns me at the moment? <laughs> is you watch what's going on in Syria right now, for example. I remember on a spring day once driving along the highway down the Jezreel Valley, uh, looking at Harmageddo right. off side, the ancient city fort that uh, became the namesake of Armageddon. That is the hill of uh, uh, Megiddo. And... And, and now we see this kind of war forming up there. Of course, when the, the Antichrist comes, we're told, he will come as someone bringing peace. He will offer a wonderful, amazing peace treaty uh, for the whole world to be signed there. And the world will rejoice, told. And, and the devil will have the power to appear even as an angel of light. So, exactly. Let, let me fill in a few details here for you. Uh, in uh, 1999, I gave a witness to Hayseed Stevens, who had already drilled for 16 drill t- uh, attempts at the uh, southwest end of the Dead Sea because he'd read the Bible. He had a witness, not a vision, but just a witness that the greatest amount of oil on the earth was there at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. Now, the Israelis, for a dozen years before, had already been drilling down to about 12,000 feet, and they found oil shale and other things. They're drilling through what's called the, the 26,000-foot salt dome, uh, over the southwest end of the Dead Sea, near the salt pillar of Lot's wife. And uh, when I witnessed to him, I told him that I had been supernaturally given knowledge of the geology there. And, of course, he told us to FICO, who's the oil engineer who discovered the Leviathan field south of Cyprus and the Zohar gas fields, the only ones in Israel. So he flew me, or I flew myself at my own expense. I flew, he invited me to go with him 
to say a prayer in Hebrew at the solstice into the Dead Sea. Now, I told them that there was 14.2 trillion with a T barrels of oil there, and it was renewable because it's a basilisk or a giant ocean of oil. And the Valley of Jezreel, it's interesting, there's a fault line that runs all the way from the Mount of Olives right through to Haifa, through the Valley of Jezreel. And it cuts right through that mountaintop area uh, in the valley. Now, what we have right now is that the Iranians put an S-300 missile battery in Syria and were planning to put uh, short-range nuclear devices in the valley. And uh, they had actually a hacked U.S. drone that actually flew over Israeli airspace, which they know very well where the airspace is. They're obviously scoping the area because the Iranian mullahs have said repeatedly, even on the missiles that they have, in Ivrit, they've actually written last year when they launched them, that they want to destroy Israel. And they said it in Ivrit on the side of the missile, which is pretty damn bold. Uh, these mullahs actually just got with Barack Obama, I call the abominator, what is it, one and a half billion dollars of money. Most, a lot of it went to Hezbollah and these other extreme Muslim groups, terrorists. It didn't go to people to buy bread. That's why the people were rioting, because when they had a, 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 a avian flu epidemic, they killed most of their chickens, so the price of eggs and food in general went rocketing. None of this money went to help people so they could actually afford to eat. So that's why... You know, it's, a, it's in a sense they're in a form of semi-starvation in Iran, the regular population, just like in, in, in uh, North Korea. Uh, but this week something new happened. Uh, not only did Israeli jet get shot down by a Russian S-300 missile, the, the uh, counter-response was that an Israeli jet shot and destroyed a Russian battle tank in Syrian territory. Uh, when war looks absolute, which is this year, this is the first year, and I'm going to declare this not as an opinion of Dr. Deagle, but thus saith the Lord, this is the first year of the apocalypse. I'm not saying the tribulation. The unveiling is going to happen. And that unveiling means that Adan Oktar, who is the media expert in Turkey, who is best friends of Mr. Erdogan, has declared that all will be peaceful with the Muslim nations if they get the Mount of Olives where Jesus ascended to heaven as the head of the caliphate. And the Mullahs have demanded that this becomes Al-Quds, which is the capital of their new Palestinian homeland state on the Mount of Olives. Now, I am certain, not only has the Vatican supported this, but also does Donald Trump, that he wants to foment peace. He's already announced when he got elected last year that he will rebuild the temple, whether it's the Tabernacle of Moses or a full-blown temple, last year. And he has three years left. He said before the 2020 elections he will erect the temple. I can tell you the same thing with North Korea. In order to get peace, there won't be a trade war and a nuclear war with North Korea. He will pivot and he will create a form of peace with trade, etc., with China, because that's the real issue. China and Russia have weaponized the hell out of North Korea, literally, because it's a starving nation that should not have the economic or educational or military or t technological resources to make nukes that can hit U.S. cities, because it can. I had Jason Burgess on the show about six months ago from CENTCOM, who actually, again, this is one of those things that just happens to me. People come to me with information right from the inside of CENTCOM, and I can tell you this is the first year of the apocalypse. Uh, we're going to see major attempts to impeach Trump or kill him, and major attempts to kill the economy because they can't see uh, him marching the 2020 elections, the 2018 elections with peace. That's why the left is so crazy about trying to destroy the idea of maleness or leadership because it's a natural male characteristic to males to lead because their intellect, even if just average in the intellect, always supersedes, if you're a true leader, your emotions. Would you and that the ongoing attempt to remove Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli Exactly. Friend. Now, Netanyahu, for all the things you don't like about him, he's a CFR member, etc., he is protecting the state of Israel. 
Now, they are in an apostate state, but God said, I'll restore them in the book of Psalms. The fact is that if Israel goes down, so does America, because they're the hosts of Judah, the half-tribe of Benjamin and Jews, and we are the Ephraimites of the ancient world in America, Ephraimerica. interesting side effects of this is the continued attack of members even of Donald Trump's cabinet like General Kelly saying that you know Mr. Ray who's the new director of the FBI uh, didn't do sufficient uh, background checks but he just released it in January and within weeks this guy Porter was removed now uh, you know obviously part of the problem is that most of the people around even in the White House or his so-called cabinet and extra cabinetary officials throughout the government haven't been appointed because the Democrats have been playing opposition and preventing even the full appointment of Donald Trump's cabinet even a year after he's been inaugurated. So this attack against General Kelly is just another example of the attack against maleness and male leadership and the idea that maybe the Democrats think if they just got every female, uh, they're probably not going to get every female. They want to get at least the females who are not married or females that are lesbians or females that are into uber-leftist things, most females that have been traumatized by abortion aren't pro-abortion because they really love abortion. They're pro-abortion because they've been emotionally traumatized. I and my wife, Michelle, for decades treated post-abortion counseling for women who had been traumatized by this, and having done, have been traumatized myself, I can tell you, people defend their position because of the trauma they've suffered psychologically, not because they're for this. And if women wanted to be truly controlling their pregnancy, they put a valve in, which a, a doctor back almost 30-some years ago discovered in, in San Antonio, Texas, before their hospital got taken over by Health One Columbia, and you'd simply not get pregnant unless you turned the valve back on, and you couldn't get a pelvic inflammatory disease either. But the dark side and the left wants human sacrifice. They want abortion. They want to sell baby body parts. They want to eventually do genetic engineering and, and gene editing to create a new super race of humans, the X-Men and X-Women, and they want to get rid of human Reproduction. They want to make wild human reproduction illegal so that only uh, reproduction in laboratories with artificial uteri in birthing machines will be a legal form, and they can do a polar body exclusion to remove genes in the gene pool of anybody who would be resistive of the state. And if you don't think they can breed that out, you're wrong, because I have internal DARPA documents of how they've identified the NMSLD aspartate and other genes to remove the God genes from your genome. So... People need to start getting real that the future that the devil and Luciferic plans of the globalists have is very dark indeed. And this has been around for a while, I mean, to the... 40 to 50 years. It's, well, is, I mean, to the Hebrews, they were contending with worshippers of Moloch. And oh, absolutely. Exactly. Basically, things haven't changed at all. Even so, some of the ancient science that was available with genetic engineering, remember the Nephilim that landed on Mount Horeb in northern Lebanon, which used to be part of Israel, these were alien beings from another part of the galaxy, in fact, that had genetic engineering, metallurgy, agronomics, pharmacology, etc. 
And they did create the men of renown, which are genetic hybridization, which is why God brought this flood of Noah. He said, men, it says right in the books that talk about Noah, Noah and his family were perfect in their generations. So when you look at it, it means genetically perfect. They weren't genetically hybridized or genetically edited. That's the primary modus by which God decided to destroy everybody, man, woman, and child. But God said, well, God's a real cruel God. That's why atheists and agnostics say, well, what kind of God do you worship? Why would he destroy children? It's because they were genetically edited. They were they had the demon seed in them. Crazy, hey? It is. Now, in my column this week, which is much more mundane, we're dealing with the challenge of the Democrats this uh, season. They had right. assumed they would easily win the, the 2018 elections. Now, Trump is rising rapidly in the polls. The polls matching Democrats and Republicans show the Democrats are losing as of today. So they have right. won the in support, in part because they follow Nancy Pelosi and other strange, bizarre pagan leaders. Uh, last Sunday on ABC's This Week, uh, there was literally a hate fest led by George Stephanopoulos, the worst right. of Clinton. Right. Uh, and, but, but what was interesting about that hate fest is they admitted they want to go beyond equality feminism. Their real objective is not that men and women will be equal, as I was talking about, it could be possible at the Olympics. Rather, they want anti-paternalism. They want to replace men in a position of rule with women, or what they call women. You see, and these are not real women either. It's natural for a woman to want a covering of a male protective and loving person that loves them on multiple levels, both psychologically because their their constitution intellectually and and, patri and, and mature, matriarchally is complementary to males. I respect my wife because in many things she's superior, but she realizes by my character and personality and intellect, there are many things I'm superior, and we're complementary to each other. We are become, make a complete person, if you want to call it, the two of us. And that's the basis for the family, is you have to create a complete person of these two individuals that are complementary but different and not equal. We're not equal. There's many things where she's more equal than me and vice versa. It's ridiculous to, to, to try to get overthrow patriarchy, isn't it? But the anti-patriotic people are basically the gender equivalent of racists. Right, they're, Literally. yeah, exactly. And of course, the left has, has created quite deliberately a war between men and women to cleave them apart, in part because what does that force them in, force many women, especially young women or single mothers, into? It forces them into a different mating, this time with Uncle Sam, who becomes government assuming the role of spouse, or gars, as our bureaucrats call it, in welfare families. Wow. And, they, and they make men weak enough, undependable enough, unappetizing enough. I mean, look at today's leftist pajama boys. For example, right. um, there are now multiple scientific studies indicating that women are much happier with conservatives uh, as their mate than they are with leftists. Leftists being a rather pathetic and weak excuse for a male at best. Steve Bannon, however, who was, you remember, the chief strategist in the Trump White House before he was purged, he has said the anti-patriarchy movement is going to undo 10,000 years of recorded history. Women are going to take charge of society 
and they couldn't juxtapose a better villain than Trump. He is the patriarch. It's even more powerful than populism. It's deeper, it's primal, it's elemental. It'll never be the same going forward. And by the way, Craig Smith and I discussed this unmanning of America at some length in one of our books, The Great Withdrawal, Right. Uh, eight years ago in the United States, women passed men in total American employment, women holding 51.4% of the managerial and professional jobs, and were earning 60% of college bachelor's and master's degrees. So men are being pushed down in education, uh, in training, uh, partly because our technology has made brawn no longer the key to the battlefield. And, and there's another reason for it. Women are much more adaptive to the German-type school systems and regimentation and less likely to rebel. Men are much more willing to learn to learning in this environment that's apprenticeship-type, where they learn by experiential and, and seeing and doing. And uh, because this educational difference... There's also an, an, an IQ difference. The average IQ of women is higher than the average IQ of men, but there's seven times more men with IQs in the genius or super genius level over 170. So men are natural leaders. Men are natural experiential learners. And women are men who are idiots, yes. Yeah, and, and so the, this difference has been promulgated by the educational institutions that try to regiment education. And women do much better because they're much able to move as almost like a school of birds flying Whereas men are more likely the condor or the eagle, they're going to fly alone. And uh, they learn much more by experience, men, and by uh, asking questions. Men are much more likely to ask questions that will get them out of the zone of thinking they know everything to getting in a zone of unknowing. They're also much more likely to be logical, even if they're of average intelligence. And the intelligent female, like, uh, like uh, Angela Merkel, who's got a Ph.D. in physics, but her emotions lead her to do destructive things to her own nation. And who has children of her own. No children. This is another insignia. Exactly. Another insignia of, of why this plan will destroy civilization. First, uh, Lowell, so we don't forget it. Uh, how do people get updated in these amazing books that you and Craig Smith have written? He's also with uh, the Fox News Business, Craig Smith with uh, uh, Neil Cavuto every week, I guess, multiple days a week. Just about. Where, 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 does, where does he see all this going? Because when I say this is the first of the apocalypse, it means when war looks the most absolute, peace will break out. Now, I'm not going to set dates yet, because in the last year when I prayed, God said, don't ask me, Deagle, because I'll tell you. And I don't want to carry the burden of knowing things that I don't really know and need to know basis. But I can tell you this now, and this is an absolute. This year, the mask is going to be off, whether it's going to be on America's behavior in response to North Korea or trade war with China or how we're going to deal with, with Israel with the Iranian incursions within the S-300 anti-aircraft system and Russian battle tanks in Syria, literally miles from the Israeli border. This is really close to war. I mean, we're talking about seconds, not minutes to midnight, like the atomic scientists. So I tell people 
They need to start praying face down and asking God, what's next? And remember, God's with us despite all these things. We're going to see economic gyrations like they've never seen in the stock market and the so-called international trade. We're going to see geoclimatic disasters, volcanoes, and earthquakes. The earth literally, in every aspect of living, including food supply, is going to go through convulsions. Even right now, the velocity of credit, and I'm sure you can check with uh, Craig Smith on this, has dropped dramatically. So farmers are not planting crops, and they're killing their flocks. And people don't know this is not just a local problem in America. It's around the world. And the uh, climatic changes are forcing populations to shift, most of them coming from the Middle East and North Africa, aren't doing it on a religious basis because they've dealt with incredible drought in these countries for a number of years now. And so massive population migration is part of the geoclimatic, geopolitical homogenization of the planet, and they don't want nation states or borders. That's why I look at the Democrats and Schumer. He wants a narrower deal. He doesn't just want DACA 1. He wants DACA 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. He wants to flood the nation with people that just park their butts here and get Social Security like the Muslims that arrived in Sweden, where 168,500 arrived and only 500 have jobs. Sure, and, and, the, and those people who vote, of course, they, a provision of this thing that will kick in April 1st uh, that will allow people automatically to be registered to vote in California, there is a legal provision in that measure that says if you're registered and if you vote and then if you're caught, you do not suffer any criminal penalty. Because yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a California law, but I think the Trump and his guys may well lower the boom on them and actually start putting these city managers and governors in prison, in jail over it. I okay, honestly think that there's, there's going to be a consequence to this, and I don't think he's seen the dark side of Donald Trump and his generals and his officials yet. It's coming this year as well. By the way, one of the things we do in our current book, Craig and I, called Money, Morality, and the Machine, a 250-page book that if you want to get paper and pencil, we'll tell you how to get it absolutely free and post-paid. Right. Uh, it won't cost you a penny. Uh, one of 19 things we warn of are, the, are what we call the traps that have already been set. And I noticed National Review this week, Kevin Williamson, is finally talking about one of the traps we wrote about back then, and that is the IRS is coming for your passport. A lot of people think, well, if, if the stuff is about to hit the fan, uh, I'm rich, I'll jump on a plane and fly to New Zealand to my estate there, and I'll be safe. No, 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 boys and girls. If the IRS simply thinks that you might not pay your taxes, they can neutralize your passport in two seconds electronically. You wow. lose your ability. In other words, you will be stuck in the United States, unable legally to leave. Wow. IRS wants, but that's just one of the 19 traps you need to be aware of. Anyway, so that, these traps are in the book. So one of the other traps, of course, is so, the so Bitcoin. If people, if people want the book absolutely free, here's how you get it. You just call a toll-free number. It's 800, and we'll pay the postage and everything, 800-630-1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's 1-800-630-1492. Now, what, what, where do you see all this going? Because uh, I'm, I'm looking at what I call gray swan events that are events you hope don't turn to be black swan events. The first black swan event, I think, of 2018, uh, number one, is the cryptocurrencies. The second black swan event is the fact that the inevitability of war this year, both with Iran and Russia on our doorstep and with North Korea. These are literally gray swan events that are just waiting to become black swans. 
The third event is a gyration of the economy. I don't know why his people convinced Donald Trump to take credit for the stock market when he really shouldn't have. The stock market went up because of that song I said from Dire Straits, money for nothing and the chicks for free. How about they say change to the checks, C-H-E-C-K, for free? And so what's happening now is the stock market is gyrating down because the economy has grown and the jobs have increased 2.4 million and 2.9% increase in wages. Uh, it's the opposite. And, in fact, if we get into a trade war with China and we have the collapse of the European trade zone because of the Brexit and everything, it's very likely we're going to see a... A new depression occurs, especially with the bond market. We've got Greenspan, the former Fed director, saying bubbles, bubbles everywhere. We're talking about the bond market bubble, the commercial real estate bubble, the oh, yeah. trade war bubble. And, 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 These are bubbles everywhere. And what you're quite rightly saying is this is all done by illusion. This is all done by conjuring with people. Trump is being attacked by liberals because he's just proposed changing the food stamp system or SNAP as it's now called, so that part of what people will receive will be boxes of actual food from government food stores. Is that ever he's, radical? No, 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 but he's, he's not. Yeah, well, Ronald Reagan had his change. <laughs> yeah. but, but the thing is, he is doing that not just to pay less in the food stamps. He's saying that because a day could be very, very close when people will, you'll, you'll have a food stamp, but the supermarket will be empty. You could take the food stamp down to a store and there won't be any food to buy. And therefore, it's only the government food distribution that will moderate at all massive rioting in the streets of all cities. And so, I, I agree with him. I think that, to be honest with you, if you actually look at the, since the early 1980s, where we used to have two or three years of national food stories of base foods, nothing fancy, but you can stay alive with gruel. Uh, that doesn't exist anymore. In most cities, it's three days. In places like New York, it's like 8 to 12 hours. In large cities. And that means you're talking about within days you'll have starving rioters. And, and if there were any kind of uncertainty, I mean, Johnny Carson once famously joked that there, there was a toilet paper shortage coming in America, and for the next six months there was. Because whenever a store got in toilet paper, people would immediately buy it all up. Wow. You mean just by him joking about it on the just news? Just by him media. joking about it once. Now, the thing is, if you believe there was not going to be a next shipment of food to your supermarket, everything on the shelves would be gone in 15 minutes. Wow. And you know, that's, the, that's quite true. Now, I honestly think that the population is going to get spooked. They're going to be like animals in a Skinner box getting shocked too many times. involved in an intelligent study of this. I mean... Your background and mine are not totally different in that regard. Right. Well, in fact, I remember when I was working my Ph.D. in oceanography, I assisted my buddy who was the son of the regional Mossad director for the Israeli intelligence of eastern Canada. And we talked about all kinds of things, including the nuclear programs and the Skinner box. We put electrodes in the pleasure centers of mice, you know, with our little drillings with our skull. And, you know, the fact is our society is like a giant media-type Skinner box with the electrodes. Now people get their cell phones and their social media, and they're, they're constantly tied to the media. Now, the media, the regular, you know, we call television broadcasting, you're very frustrated, they're losing their audience, and people are even leaving, the millennials are leaving Facebook. So it freaks them out because the powers that be are saying, we're losing control, we're losing control, because people are, are now so sh in their, uh, shocked by the system and the control that's being put in place, they're starting to run. And, you see, they overestimate their ability to control us. And once you reach a certain level, I call it the towel clip test in surgery. And I was taught this back 40-some years ago when I started doing surgery, 
whether it's plastics or other general surgery, you take a towel clip and you want to see if the patient's deep enough and you pinch them. Now, if they punch you in the face, they're not deep enough. That's what the surgeon told me. <laughs> you guys, your guys are funny. And so you pinch them just a little bit. If they jump, you know, you're not deep enough to start cutting with a scalpel. Okay? The problem is that the globalists are in such a rush, they're not doing the towel clip test and they're, they're starting to cut. And people are jumping and punching them in the face. That's and they're in a rush because they think they're likely to So I hope but cost you a thing, 1-800-630-1492. Amazing revelations on Valentine's Day when the globalists and the leftists and the uber-nationalists and the luciferic Satanists want to attack the only sacred institution, which is marriage and the idea of the patriarchy, which protects civilization. My gosh. As I say, when war looks absolute, vile peace will break out. And this is the first year of the apocalypse. If you don't believe it, get this book again. That number again, Lowell, is 1-800-630-1492. We'll be back with uh, Tony for Neutrodyne and uh, Les EMF. And in the last hour, Jonathan Gray will expand on these issues. You don't want to miss it. If you have questions, do call in 877-317-6432 or just email me a question. I'll read it on air. Does the current world crisis... Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. 